Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sports book that gives you tools to win, like MyBookie. At MyBookie, it doesn't matter if your team is up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boosts, same game parlays, and take advantage of huge prize pool contests. Every single sack, fumble, and touchdown is another chance to hit payday. To get started, go to mybookie.ag and on your first deposit, use promo code TSUS to grab a deposit match up to $1,000. Try the MyBookie money bag to grab a potential Super Bowl front runner at long shot odds. Plus 38,000 on the Eagles and Chiefs. You won't find odds like that anywhere else. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players. And you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at prize picks they also have a slick easy to use mobile app both on the app store and google play they're rated 4.8 stars in the app store with rave reviews so many fans and listeners of the spurs up show have made tons of money with our friends at prize picks and you should as well so again go download the prize picks app or go to prizepicks.com and when you do use that promo code ts U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, 
the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Look at this football game. Does South Carolina realistically, when you factor in injuries, when you factor in the obvious deficiencies, do they have the roster to compete, not even just pull the upset, but compete with Texas A&M? Because a football team that while they've underachieved, they've got a lot of talent. It's a coaching issue. It's not a talent issue. That's why they want Jimbo gone so badly. So we look at that, guys, in our position unit comparison. If the Gamecocks have any advantages, where do they have them? We will start at the quarterback position. And give Texas A&M credit, right? It's, It's an unfortunate situation for the Aggies with the injury to Connor Wegman earlier in this season. Wegman was having a fantastic season when he went down. And, of course, Max Johnson takes over. Guys, Wegman was throwing for 69% completion percentage, 979 yards when he went out, eight touchdowns and two interceptions. He was really, really good for Texas A&M up to the point of his injury. Max Johnson has filled in nicely. Of course, this is a guy who's a savvy veteran, transferred in from LSU, I think it was, what, two years ago, something like that. Uh, 57% completion percentage, 898 yards, seven touchdowns, four interceptions, so a little bit high on the picks. He's also been sacked 10 times, not very mobile. Um, I think Max Johnson's done enough. He hasn't been great, but he's done enough for them to operate, I think, much more of a game manager I can't get the visual out of my head when I watch Max Johnson play, kind of just the loopy throws he makes. And he feels like more of an an old-school quarterback, right? He's not one of these new-age, dynamic guys. He just does what his team needs him to do. He's a distributor of the football, facilitator, if you will, and has done good work for them. Of course, on the South Carolina side, guys, there's Spencer Rattler. And this one easily, guys, the Gamecocks have the advantage at quarterback. If they have any advantage in this game, It is under center. I continue, even on the road, by the way, even on the road, I say South Carolina has the advantage here. And I know that road Spencer Rattler has been a different player. And let's give credit to this, by the way, the the competition they faced on the road and also the difficulties in, in going into SEC venues, going into road venues and playing well. That being said, even with... Road Rattler, who, guys, I don't think he was terrible last year. And I know many fans, they want to they want to pin it on Rattler. Well, a lot of those sacks are his fault. He's running backwards, what have you. I understand that. He, he's not totally, you know, he, he's not totally immune from blame or accountability or what have you for his role in the sacks. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. But you look at even last week. I mean, this kid is doing everything he can to give this football team a chance. And when he does get time, and when he's at his best, he's one of the best quarterbacks in college football, something I cannot say for Max Johnson. So Max Johnson, respectable football player, great facilitator of the football, but Spencer Rattler's a guy, if he gets any semblance of time, He's a game changer, and he's a guy that can go out, go out and win you a football game. He's a go out a guy that can go out and lead an upset like this one against the Aggies. So South Carolina gets the nod at the quarterback position. At running back, I give the nod to Texas A&M. I mean, you look at South Carolina, Mario Anderson's been a nice answer in the running back room for the Gamecocks. Outside of that, guys, it's a major question mark, right? Juju McDabble, DeCarion Joyner, what do you really have there? Obviously, Dontavious Praswell has not even played. And I thought Mario Anderson, against a really salty Mizzou front, he looked much more human than we've seen the last couple of weeks, right? Was really good against Florida, Tennessee, went over 100 yards. Uh, you know, was able to stack up some yards late. I, I think they may have went away from the running game a little bit sooner than they should have. But uh, you saw, for the most part, Mario Anderson get bottled up. And obviously, guys, the running game, it's one of the worst, if not the worst, in the SEC. You know, Texas A&M doesn't run it particularly well. I mean, they're not great. But they do have some fantastic players back there, some talented players. And, guys, that's going to be a theme. A&M's got talent everywhere. They may be dysfunctional as a football team. They may have a dysfunctional head coach. But they've got plenty of of talent. Le'Veon Moss leads the way at the running back position, 77 carries, 387 yards. He's averaging five yards per carry and three touchdowns, guys. They also have, for his one-two punch, Amari Daniels, 53 carries, 287 yards, two touchdowns, and 5.4 yards per carry. So it's still not, and also Owens, 37 carries, 130, 3.5 yards per carry and a touchdown. So they go a legitimate two or three deep where I think South Carolina, you're looking at Mario Anderson and guys, literally your next best rushing threat. I think it's Spencer Rattler making up things, getting outside of the pocket, scrambling for his dear life and getting something positive out of play. So, uh, you know, South Carolina, we all know it's a position they've got to hit in the transfer portal this offseason. And I easily give Texas A&M the nod at the running back position. We moved to wide receiver, guys, and if this was a couple of weeks ago or you were asking me in the preseason, I probably would have said, oh, yeah, Gamecocks get the nod, or at worst, it's a push. 
But when you factor in, of course, we know no Juice Wells, which is not a surprise. Xavier Leggett is questionable, which means he most likely will not play. That's how Shane Beamer injury reports, unfortunately, work at this point. And then outside of Leggett, guys, who has really stepped up? I mean, we hope to see more Nick Harbour, but, I mean, you can't say he's a he's a big-time threat or ready to take over as the number one guy. Omega Blake, Eddie Lewis, it sounds like Amarian Brown is questionable and may not play. Who else? Luke Doty? I mean, who else is there, really, that can step up and be an impact guy on the outside? You then look at Texas A&M. Anaya Smith and Evan Stewart, two of the best big play threats in the SEC. Smith leading the way, 27 catches, 451 yards, 16.7 yards per catch. Somehow, some way, he does not have a touchdown this year, which is really astonishing. Evan Stewart, 31 for 451, 14.5 yards per catch, four touchdowns. And then Noah Thomas for them has really emerged this season as a big play threat. The sophomore, six foot six. 200. He's going to be tough to guard at the wide receiver position, by the way. 14 for 193, 13.8 yards per catch, but he's got four touchdowns. So four of his 14 catches have gone for touchdowns this season. And guys, they go even deeper than that when you look down the list. So Texas A&M, they've got real big-time talent in that wide receiver room, guys. Like I mentioned, even in the preseason, even with Juice and Leggett healthy, I probably would have called this a push, but certainly with the injuries, what you're dealing with, and the dynamic duo that is Anaya Smith, Evan Stewart, and then Noah Thomas stepping up as well. Texas A&M gets the nod at the wide receiver position. We move to tight ends. And the tight end position is one Texas A&M does not use a ton. I do give the nod to the Gamecocks here, guys. Trey Knox and Joshua Simon, Trey Knox especially, has really come into his own as a weapon for Spencer Rattler. Uh, you also factor in, of course, his SEC experience before South Carolina. This is a savvy veteran at tight end. He knows what he's doing. He's a big play threat for the Gamecocks, um, at least in regards to when you account for what you have at the tight end position. You look at what A&M has as well. You know, their leading tight end is uh, Jake Johnson, I believe is his name. Yep, Jake Johnson, the sophomore 6'6", 240, actually out of Athens, Georgia. This was a big pickup for them, I recall, when they got him in recruiting. But uh, – 18 catches, 167 yards, 9.3 yards per catch, two touchdowns for him. Outside of that, they've got Wright, the next highest uh, leading tight end, 8 for 92, 11.5, and no touchdowns. So I do think South Carolina, I think they get the nod. I think they have the advantage at the tight end position. Um, I like what Trey Knox has given you of late. I think Joshua Simon is still a player. They need to find ways to get more involved but I do like South Carolina at the tight end position in this ballgame. We move guys to offensive line. Texas A&M has the advantage. I, I don't even feel like I need to explain this. one. Like I, I feel like I'm wasting my breath to a degree un- explaining why. Because, guys, there's not an offensive line in college ball. I mean, I, I think if you could stack up, if we could do a list of the worst offensive lines in college football, if we could rank the offensive lines, one through what? 131, I think, is the worst. South Carolina's would be like the bottom 10, truly. And when you look in the SEC, maybe Vandy has a worse offensive line, but I'm not sure I'd even go that far. So it doesn't even matter to a degree what Texas A&M has. The Gamecocks are worse off when it comes to their offensive line. But they've done a much better job, obviously, guys, protecting the quarterback. 
I mean, again, I think they've only given up 13 sacks all season. They're not a juggernaut when it comes to running the football, right? 131.9 yards per game. They have nine rushing touchdowns on the season. But again, guys, you look at South Carolina, Gamecocks are dead last in the conference, I believe, in rushing offense. They're dead last in sacks allowed. They're one of the worst in college football in that statistic. And then you factor in the injuries, guys. I mean, we don't have any clue who's going to be playing on the offensive line for South Carolina. Like, I feel like this is a situation in which you travel to College Station, you wake up Saturday, you go to the offensive line, you look around and you say, okay, do we have five players who are healthy? Okay, you five are starting. Like, that's unfortunately the position you are in right now. So, it goes without saying Texas A&M has the advantage at offensive line. And, I mean, guys, you look at the rest of the slate. I don't know, guys. I mean, does, does South Carolina have a better offensive line than Jacksonville State? Do they have a better O-line than Vandy? I mean, I'm not trying to spoil those, you know, give you guys the way too far look ahead or what have you. But, I mean, the current state this offensive line is in, it, it's just it's bleak, guys. The reality is bleak. That is it. And Texas A&M – They've recruited well there. They've got big uglies in the trenches. They've got talent in regards to those big uglies. Offensive line, they certainly have it there as well. Speaking of the big uglies, we flip sides of the football. The Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the GameTime app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code SPURSUP for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code SPURSUP, S-P or S-U-P, for $20 off your first purchase. GameTime is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps, and you're set. And also, tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought. Whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is, Buying tickets shouldn't be stressful, and Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S-P or S-U-P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. 
We go to the defensive side, the defensive line for Texas A&M. Aggies easily get the nod here. Again, guys, Texas A&M is a bit of a mess, but it's not because of lack of talent. Because you look up front for them guys, Walter Nolan leads the way. He is absolutely fantastic. One of the most disruptive defensive linemen in the SEC. Um, you know, you look down the list for Texas A&M and guys, they are tied for first nationally in regards to getting after the quarterback. 29 team sacks by this Texas A&M defensive line. They've got athleticism. They've got size. They've got speed, right? It's led by Walter Nolan, who actually leads this football team in sacks when it comes to defensive linemen. Their linebacker, Edrin Cooper, leads the entire team with six sacks. Walter Nolan in the middle with four sacks. Shamar Turner, is their second highest on the in regards to the defensive lineman with three and a half sacks. Jackson has three sacks. Diggs has three sacks. These are all defensive linemen, right? They, they've got all SEC caliber NFL bodies across their front seven. I mean, all across the front seven. Meanwhile, who do the Gamecocks have? Who do the Gamecocks have? Tonka Hemingway? TJ Sanders has been a, a decent player. The Gamecocks are lacking at edge. They're lacking at real competitive depth in the interior. And so while you may want to hang your hat on what TJ Sanders has done or Tonka Hemingway has done, it doesn't even doesn't even remotely compare to what Texas A&M has in their front seven and specifically their defensive front. Again, guys, like I mentioned, they are tied for first nationally in regards to sacks, and a ton of those have come from their defensive front. It's not just linebackers and DBs blitzing or what have you. Like, they can get there with four. They can probably get there with three against South Carolina. I would expect them to do that this weekend. We move to the linebacker position. Guys, Texas A&M gets the nod here. Uh, it's a sad state of affairs when you look at South Carolina defensively and say, what are they good at? They're bad at all three levels. That's just where you are, though. Texas A&M gets the nod. Again, like I mentioned, guys, they're led by Edrin Cooper, 45 total tackles, six sacks on the season. He has been absolutely fantastic for the Aggies. Uh, you then look, Russell Jr., another one, 17 total tackles. Guys, you're going to notice, you're going to notice, their, their tackle totals are, are not extremely high, right? Chris Russell Jr. is one of their top guys at linebacker. Why does he only have 17 tackles? Well, it's because, guys, they've got, defensive linemen that are getting those stops before the linebackers get there. That's something we're we're not accustomed to as Gamecock fans. We're, we're, it's a foreign thing to us that you mean the defensive front is getting there before the secondary? The safeties aren't leading this team in tackling? Guys, This is this, these are your leading tacklers on Texas A&M's defense. Okay, I'm going to go down the list. By what position they play. Linebacker, D-line, 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 linebacker, D-line, D-line, line, excuse me, actually, I'm, I'm incorrect. I'm incorrect. I'm, I'm looking at sack numbers. Okay, here we go. Linebacker, linebacker, defensive back, defensive back. D-lineman, defensive back. D-lineman, D-lineman, defensive back, D-lineman, linebacker, defensive back. So what you're noticing is, though, the top three or four or five tacklers, they're not all just DBs. Their defensive linemen actually get there, right? So, Edrin Cooper uh, at the linebacker position. Russell, Russell Jr. has been good for them as well. York, this York kid, he's been awesome as well. Torian York, a true freshman, six foot, 230 pounds, 
41 total tackles, seven sacks for him on this season. And South Carolina, guys, I mean, it, it, it's just, let's call it for what it is. Debo Williams, Stone, but the linebacker positions and efficiency at South Carolina yet again. For as much heart and wit and smarts as Debo Williams has, the guy is a missing tackles machine. I mean, the guy is just every single week, there's some highlight of him making some sort of blunder, whether it be a running back running through the hole and he misses him, whether it be having a shot at the quarterback, he flat out misses him. Stone Blanton can't play in coverage to save his life. And then, guys, Grayson Pup Howard, he's a true freshman. Also, he kind of looked slow out there last week, I have to admit, but he's a true freshman. Jerron Willis is a non-factor. Bam Martin-Scott's a non-factor. Texas taking him easily with the advantage at the linebacker position. Defensive back, same thing. You have to give the nod to Texas A&M, guys. You have to give the nod to Texas A&M. They return a wealth of experience this year. Tyreek Chappell, Damani Richardson, Jordan Gilbert. They added Tony Grimes for the transfer portal from North Carolina. Uh, Josh DeBerry leads their team in interceptions with two picks on the season, 31 tackles to his credit as well, and a sack. Uh, guys, again, th this is a Texas A&M team loaded across the board with big-time NFL talent. And you look at South Carolina, who, you know, showed some life last week, right, against Luther Burden and Theo Weiss and, and did a decent job holding their own and, and not completely getting gashed on the big play down the field. But it's because they sold out on the pass and Mizzou's able to just run the football down their throat. So South Carolina secondary, still one of the worst in college football. Certainly, I think, the worst in the SEC. They've still got major issues. I give Texas A&M the easy nod yet again at the defensive back spot. We move to punter and kicker. And, guys, this was one I was very close on. I was very, very close to labeling this a push. I know many of you reached out to me and said, Chris, Kai Kroger, he's been terrible this year. What's going on? And Texas A&M, guys, they have not been great on special teams this year, but they've got an all-SEC punter, if you did not realize. And Nick Constantinow, I'm probably messing up his name, but he is two-time all-SEC. Two-time all-SEC, a back punter for them. Uh, Randy Bond is at kicker, okay? Randy Bond at kicker. He's been somewhat inconsistent in the field goal game. 15 for 21, just 71%, guys. He's two for seven from 40 to 49 yards. So not super long. He's two for three from 50-plus, which is really the crazy part. But two for seven from 40 to 49. So he has not been great. I'm going to give the nod to South Carolina here, but barely. Because I, I, I'm i going to give it because I feel for Kai Kroger. Because Kai Kroger... It's not like he's been terrible, guys. It's just that he hasn't been Superman like he was last year. That that That's the biggest difference. He just has not been superhuman. He hasn't been god-awful. He just has not been superhuman, which is what Gamecock Nation expected him to be. Also, Mitch Jeter, obviously, guys, much more efficient coming off a game in which he went four for five on field goals. I think certainly the Gamecocks have the advantage there. Um, so I'd probably call it a push between the punters. I'd call it South Carolina has the advantage at kicker. Therefore, I do give the Gamecocks the nod when it comes to kickers and punters going in this ball game. And guys, finally, coaching. 
I give Texas A&M the nod here. I, I, I know there's a lot of question marks about Jimbo Fisher, and he might be on his last in. Guys, if he loses to South Carolina, he's done. Buyout be damned. If Texas A&M loses to South Carolina, Jimbo Fisher is finished. Kaput history. See you later. That being said, when you look across Texas A&M's coaching staff, number one, even if we were just doing head coaches, Jimbo Fisher has a national championship. There are not many coaches active who have that to their name. The buck stops there. But if you want to keep going, guys, Bobby Petrino versus Dabble Loggins, I'm giving the nod to Bobby Petrino. DJ Durkin versus Clayton White, I don't care who it is. I ain't giving Clayton White the nod against anybody. Like, you go down the list of, they've got Steve Adazio on their staff. Like, Jimbo Fisher assembled an all-star coaching staff. That's what makes it so maddening, right, that Texas A&M isn't getting the job done, right? It feels like they have all the pieces in place, and for whatever reason, it just feels like it's somewhat of a dysfunctional mess at times. That being said, guys, is Shane Beamer as poor of a head coach as folks right now may make want to make him out to be? I don't think he is. I, I think there's still a lot of optimism, reasons to be optimistic when it comes to the Shane Beamer era and what he can do at South Carolina. But he's a head coach learning on the go in his third year. And the simple fact is, guys, we don't know. We don't know what Shane Beamer is going to turn into. And while I understand Jimbo Fisher has not been great at Texas A&M, Shane Beamer beat Jimbo last year. Guys, you still look at it as this is a national championship head coach going up against a guy who's learning on the job. And then you look at the rest of the coaching staff and the assistants, and it's an all-star lineup. And South Carolina, we still, I think the jury is still out on Dabble Loggins, although he's done a good job this year, especially with Spencer Rattler. Clayton White's a bum. He needs to be fired. Uh, I mean, Pete Limbo's good, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, how much of a nod do you really want me to give you for winning the special teams category every week? Like, who really gives a damn? Um, so, without a doubt, guys, Texas A&M across the board, not just their head coach, the better coaching staff. So, at the top of the segment, we asked the question, does South Carolina have the roster to not even just pull the upset, but to compete in this ballgame. Per the position unit comparison and per what we see on paper, the answer, unfortunately, is a resounding no. No. 